I do truly believe that the quality of your life is dictated by the quality of your decisions. I recently put up a video on Instagram about how you can become a better decision maker and maybe I'll do a podcast on that in the near future too. But I genuinely, genuinely value being a good decision maker and getting better at making decisions. And due to the importance of making decisions, I wanna know the times where I probably shouldn't be making any significant ones. Don't get me wrong, I might be able to make the choice on what to have for dinner or what to wear. But when it comes to big decisions, I think that we need to really make sure that we are in the best possible state to make them to ensure that they align with our long-term goals and not just our current state of being or the emotion that we're currently feeling. So around this time last year, I was listening to a podcast and the lady on the podcast, it was on the topic of mental health, came up with an acronym that stuck with me until this day. Literally, I listened to it probably like 13 months ago and I still think of this and tell people about this all the time. And this is probably one of the best acronyms you can use to determine whether or not you should make a decision. And it also aids as a great check-in with yourself especially if you're not feeling that great recently. Maybe if you're a little bit low on mood, a little bit low on motivation, just feeling a bit meh and a little bit off, I think it'd be really, really valuable to use this acronym. So the acronym is HALT, which I think is great because anytime you think of this acronym, you should HALT, you should come to a stop and check in with yourself and refer to these four letters and ask yourself questions around them. So the H, it stands for hungry. Are you hungry? When was the last time you had a meal? Are you overeating? Are you undereating? What does the general quality of your nutrition look like? Our mood, our blood sugar, our physiology and psychology can be massively influenced by what we're eating and also how much we're eating too. So the first thing to do is ask yourself, okay, when was the last time I had a meal? And potentially it might have been first thing in the morning, but you've had a really, really busy day. So you're in a position now where you're not really gonna be able to function that well. You might be having a little brain fog, you might feel a a little bit slow, and that might be your indicator to stop and go have a healthy, nutritious meal. Look at the quality of your nutrition recently. Have you been mostly ordering takeaways because you have been just super, super busy? Are you overeating at the moment? You know, that might feel like you're getting energy in the moment, but the fact that you're not eating high quality foods, you're actually eating too much, will actually lead you to potentially feeling a little bit slow and a little bit more foggy. Maybe you're under eating, maybe you're not getting enough nourishment for your body, but if you're in any of these states where you're not eating regularly, where you're over or under eating, you're probably not going to be in the best position to make decisions. So the first thing you want to do is address your hunger and your nutrition in general. On to A, angry. Are you angry? What has annoyed you recently? Maybe your friend annoyed you, your colleague annoyed you, your partner, your child annoyed you. And instead of actually dealing with the situation because you wanted to avoid confrontation, you've been bottling that up. Maybe you're constantly feeling triggered by what you see on Twitter and the news. You're feeling outraged by things that are happening in the world at the moment that you don't feel like you have control of. Anger, especially when it's suppressed and it's not expressed in a healthy way, can cause us to really, really struggle with our psychology and our physiology. It really does have an impact. So it's so important that you look back 
on your day? What is making me angry? You know, was that really justified? This is where journaling can come in handy. You can write about the things that potentially frustrated you during your day. Maybe you can look at, oh, actually, every time I do log on to Twitter or watch the news, it does make me feel worse and worse and worse. Maybe I need to limit my exposure to that. And if you are in an angry position and you're just really not in control of your emotions, you're going to have a hard time making quality decisions. So the second thing to do is look at whether you're angry or not and how you can essentially resolve a certain conflicts or avoid things that are actually triggering you and causing more anger. The next on that list is L, lonely. Are you lonely? Have you reconnected with enough people since the lockdown? Are you actually cultivating deep connections with people? And with those people who you do have deep connections with, are you seeing them? Are you touching them? Are you in their presence? Or are you just settling for Zoom calls? There is nothing that can replace human connection and human touch. We can feel lonely within a group of people. We can feel lonely if we're having virtual conversations with our loved ones on a day-to-day basis. It's so important. It's a deep evolutionary need that we are supposed to be within a community, within a tribe, around people so we can feel a sense of connectedness. So if you can reflect on the past couple of months, have you been doing enough to connect with people? And if you haven't, then that might be putting you in a position where you're feeling a little bit down, you're feeling a little bit depressed, you're feeling a little bit like you're isolated, even though we're not in a lockdown per se anymore, we're in certain areas of the world anyway. So if you have the ability to do so, start connecting with people, start to put it in your diary, more. Like I'm victim to this. I can push away socials for a long time. Put it in your diary. Make it a priority. It's so, so important. And remember, it's a deep evolutionary need for us to be part of a tribe and connected with other human beings. And if you don't, you're going to be susceptible to mental health challenges. I'm sure of this. I'm sure a lot of people are experiencing this. And if you are feeling not in a mentally in a good place, you're not going to be in a good position to make decisions. And the last one is T. Are you tired? This one gets me a lot. I am nowhere even close to the person I want to be when I'm not getting enough sleep, when I'm tired. This can really, really throw me off and it can throw off a lot of different things. It can throw off your energy, it can throw off your mood and like another one that impacts you physiologically and psychologically and it gets worse over time. If you're constantly not getting enough quality sleep, it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. You might think, oh, you know, I'm used to getting these six hours and I'm being able to function. But just because you're good at focus functioning on six hours now doesn't mean you're going to feel the same in four weeks time, in eight weeks time, in 12 weeks time. And you might be just slowly deteriorating. And the worst thing that I see is a lot of people, we're very adaptable human beings and people start to adjust to that new baseline. So they don't even realize that they're actually walking around like a zombie with a lack of energy and a lack of vibrancy for life because it's become what their normal is because their body has become so good at adapting. So you might think, I'm good with six hours, you know, or you might even be in a position where you're really struggling to actually sleep through the night. But this is your opportunity to address it. Look at the quality of your sleep. Look at making sure you're getting a consistent sleep and wake time. Look to make sure you're avoiding screens in the evening. Just make sure that you are prioritizing getting a good quality seven to nine hours of sleep every single night. And the most alarming thing about this whole analogy is that they all intertwine. Let's put it this way. We know that if you don't sleep, you're 
likely to be more susceptible to cravings and you're on average likely to eat more than you would if you had quality sleep and therefore you are hungrier and therefore you're in a position where you might make poorer choices with your nutrition and then you might experience dips in blood sugar and you might then feel tired low from the dip in blood sugar and you might not have as much patience you might get more angry at things going on around you and those people around you which may actually lead you to be more lonely these things interconnect and intertwine so it's so important that you check in with yourself you ask yourself these questions and you start addressing them and by no means you make any significant decisions during this time this is not the time to think about whether you should stay on with your career or start a new business this is not the time to determine whether you should carry on with your fitness journey or carry on committing to this new goal that you set for yourself get yourself into a more rational place first and you'll be in a much better position to make high quality decisions that align with you and what you truly want and not just your emotions in the moment. I guarantee you when you address these, the entirety of the quality of your life will improve. So guys, halt and reflect and implement some changes that will move you in a better direction. Thank you for listening team. I'll look forward to catching up with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.